Hello and welcome to The Lineup from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. We take you now by transcription behind the scenes of a police headquarters in a great American city, where will pass before us the innocent, the vagrant, the thief, the murderer. This is The Lineup. afraid. Lights on them, not you. They can't see you. All right. Sit down, Kenneth. Yes, sir. May I have your attention, please? You people out there on the other side of the wire in the audience room, may I have your attention, please, sir? Thank you. My name is Greb, Sergeant Matt Greb. I'll explain the lineup to you. Each of the suspects you will see will be numbered. I'll call off a number, their name and charge. If you have any questions or identifications, please remember the number assigned to the prisoner as I call his name. At the end of each line, when I ask for questions or identifications, call out the number. If you're sure or not too sure of the suspect, have him held. The officers who took your name will assist you. They're seated among you. The questions I ask these suspects are merely to get a natural tone of voice, so do not pay too much attention to their answers as they often lie. Bring on the line. All right, boys, come on, move it along. Snap it up now, we're late this morning. Go to the end of the stage, turn and face front with your hands to your side. Well, Kenneth. Come on, let's hurry, boys. He's not there, sir. You now, sure, Kenneth? Answer my questions, You've I got to be to sure. So the people out I told there you, sir, he was wearing a red checked shirt. I am sure he's All not up there. All right. All right, Kenneth. I'll leave Albert and wait for the next line. Is that vice or beast, Albert? It's V's. Albert V's vagrancy. When did you hit Tom? Well, sit down, Kenneth. We'll wait here. Oh, Lieutenant Guthrie? Yeah? What if this man hasn't been picked up? What if he got out of town or something? Well, we've picked up quite a few. But if you miss this man, well, that's going to make things look awful bad for me, isn't it? Mm, that's right, Kenneth. I've been thinking about it all night. It, it's going to put me in that alley all by myself. If you don't find him, it's going to be all me, isn't it? And then who's going to believe I wasn't in the store and I didn't shoot that guy? Well, he's still alive. If and when he regains consciousness, we'll take you to see him. That's what I'm praying for. He's got to come to. He's got to tell the straight story. He's got to tell you it wasn't me. Well, I hope he does, Kenneth. It'll make it a whole lot easier if he does. Here he is, huh? He's having his lunch. He'll be up any minute. We put six lines in front of him this morning, Ben, but he didn't identify anybody. That's right. And he'll look at some more. He's looking for a man with a red check shirt. But did he recognize the man or the shirt? Well, I've asked him that. He says he spotted the shirt first, but he thought he could identify the man from size and features, too. Uh, a lot of things wrong with this story. We'll go through it again when he gets here. I'm not saying I believe him, but... Have you seen his record? No, I haven't had time. Well, it's on my desk. 
He got into trouble a few times when he was younger. Then, year before last, he was put into the state school, mainly on the strength of his previous record as a delinquent. Uh, here. He was there for eight months, sent up without any actual evidence against him. Hmm. They call him a psychopathic liar and sent him up on the basis of the testimony of others and his previous behavior. Hmm. Well, he could have been innocent. Mm, I suppose so. Well, we'll try to get some more proof, if that's what you mean. That's exactly what I mean. All we've got on him now is location. He was there outside the store that had been robbed. But he didn't have any money on him. Paraffin test last night said he hadn't fired a gun. Yet Wordman was lying inside the store, shot through the spine. Somebody did it, Ben. I'd like to be sure we get the right one. Kenneth Munson, Lieutenant. Oh, yeah, thanks. Uh, come on in, Kenneth. You remember Sergeant Graham? Yes, sir. Hi, Kenneth. Sit down, Kenneth. Here. here right here. Oh. I uh, want to go through what you told me last night again so Sergeant Greb can hear it all. Yes, sir. Now, tell us about uh, how you happened to be in the alley. Well, I was on my way home. It's the way I always take. It's shorter than going around by Langdon. Where were you coming from, Kenneth? From my girl's house. Her name's Rosemary Kelland. Didn't you ask her about it, Lieutenant? No, uh, not yet. What, uh, what time did you leave her house? Well, it's only about 10 minutes away, so whenever the trouble was... 11.30 on the nose. Well, then I left her place about 10 minutes before that, I guess. Uh, any special reason for leaving at that time, Kenneth? Uh, 20 minutes after 11? No, sir. I don't think I even knew what time it was. We were both sleepy, and I was supposed to go to school this morning. she go to school, too? No, sir. She quit last year. Joseph Wordman closed his delicatessen every night at 11.30. Do you know that? I don't think I ever noticed. You uh, passed by there almost every night, didn't you? Yeah, but I passed a lot of places on the way home. I never paid much attention to any of them. Why should I? You think I'm lying, don't you? Well, we're just going over your statement. Well, I'm not lying. I don't care how bad it looks for me. I'm telling the truth. I should have run away. If I had it to do over again, maybe I would. I even wanted to, but I didn't. If you're honest and tell the truth, things are supposed to work out now, for you. Now, hold it, hold it, Kenneth. That's what I've tried to do since I got out of that school. I, I haven't done anything wrong. You, you can ask the probation officer. I've got your parole record, Kenneth. It's a good one. But now it isn't anymore. I've been picked up for questioning again. My record would be better if I'd run away, but I didn't. I, I was coming through the alley and I heard some shots. You were coming from 4th toward 3rd. I was about halfway through. Then this man I told you about came running toward me. I ducked out of sight so he wouldn't see me. When he went by, I noticed a red shirt. Anything else about him? Well, it was pretty dark. He didn't look much taller than me. I, I don't know about the rest of his clothes, but I don't think he was wearing a hat. Now, that's the truth, but how am I going to prove it if you don't find him? I, I got the feeling you aren't even looking for him because you got me. Now, again. quit it, Kenneth. Quit it. Well, this is just another job for you. You just want to get it off your books. I know that. You're more interested in getting a conviction than you are in getting the that's right That's enough, person. Kenneth. Send him back, man. Right. Come on. Kenneth Munson, see that he gets downstairs, will you? Right. Guthrie. No? Well, I'll be out for a while this afternoon, but I'll check with you when I get back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know that. Well, thanks for calling. Yeah. The hospital. Wordman's still alive, then? They don't know for how long. They don't think we'll ever get a statement out of him.
Hi. No, I won't need a menu. Just a cup of coffee, please. Oh, sure thing. Thanks. Are uh, you Rosemary Kellen? That's right. Police. My name is Lieutenant Guthrie. Oh. It's about Ken Munson, isn't it? Yeah. He said he was with you last night. I thought I'd come and talk to you. Wait till I get rid of this coffee. Do you think he robbed that place? Well, I'm not sure yet. Do you think he did? No. I don't think for a minute he did. I suppose you feel you know him pretty well? Yeah, sure I do. I've known him for over six months. Well, what makes you feel so sure he didn't do it, Rosemary? He just couldn't. He couldn't leave my place and all of a sudden turn into somebody that could, could walk in and shoot a man. Wordman had turned around to get a gun of his own. He was shot in the back just after he opened the drawer. I don't care. It wasn't Ken. He couldn't have been thinking about robbing someplace while he was with me. It, it's hard to explain. Well, what did he talk about? Well, I... I don't want to pry into anything that's none of my business, Rosemary, but there's a lot stacked up against him. It may be false, and I can't learn the truth without asking questions. His record doesn't help. His record? Yeah. You know about that, didn't you? No. He didn't tell you that he was sent to the state school for correction a year before last? No. That he's out on two-year probation now? No, he, he never told me anything like that. Strange you didn't hear it from some of his friends. Well, I... I've never met any of them. I guess he didn't want me to. Uh, what did he say about himself? That he went to school out west for a semester. In Denver, where he has an uncle. He wanted me to marry him and go to Denver when he graduated. Mm. He graduates this year, doesn't he? Yes, in a few weeks. I told you I thought I knew him. But I guess I didn't know him at all, did I? What about the money for the trip to Denver, Rosemary? He said he was going to borrow it from his stepfather, Bern Chris. Ken said he'd promised to give it to him to, to help him get started. How much? $300. Then with what I have saved, there'd be enough. Oh, I'm not sure he didn't rob that place. I'm not going to be sure of anything for a long time. anything but trouble with that boy since I married his mother. He was 13 then. There's been one thing after another. I've been disgraced in front of my friends and business associates. I've been lectured like a numbskull by those stuffed shirt family relations experts we taxpayers support. Well, he's had his last chance as far as I'm concerned. I don't want to have another thing to do with him. Well, he hasn't been proved guilty yet, Mr. Chris. And why is he in jail? He's being held under suspicion. There's no charge yet. Well, if I know him, there will be, and I know him. I told him something like this was going to happen when he came out of that school. Well, do you think that was wise? I wanted him to understand what he was and what he'd done. His mother died while he was in that school. She died of shame more than anything else. I told him there was one chance out of a hundred that he'd go straight, but I'd take that chance. I'd give him a roof over his head until he went wrong again, and then out he'd go. Well, he's out. He gets nothing from me. Did he tell you about the girl he was going with, Mr. Chris? No, but I can imagine... Well, he evidently wants more out of life than a roof over his head. He seems to have a thought or two about the future. But whether that will stand for him or against him, I don't know. Uh, did he ask to borrow $300 from you for a trip to Denver? Denver? What kind of lies has he been telling you? 
Did he want to borrow $300? Oh, yes, for some nonsense like buying into a soft drink stand. You refused him? Of course I did. How much did he take out of that store? Well, no money was taken because Mr. Wordman went for a gun. And he was shot? Yeah. Well, I've done what I could. I've given him a good home. Times he wasn't in trouble with the authorities. It's not my responsibility, and he knows it. If he's going to yell for help, he better yell somewhere else. I've given him all the help I'm going to. Well, sure you have, Mr. Chris. Sure you have. I'll try not to bother you again. Oh, thanks. Uh, come on in, Kenneth. Sit down, Kenneth. Yes, sir. Did you find that man, Lieutenant? We've held you almost 24 hours now, Kenneth. According to statute, we'll have to let you go late tomorrow, I guess, if we can't bring a charge against you. I was hoping you found that man. Well, we haven't yet. It seems to me we have enough to bring a full complaint against Kenneth, Ben. Well, it's not up to us anyway, Matt. Well, who is it up to, sir? Well, you don't think any court is going to read our report and not recommend a full complaint, do you, Ben? Mm, you never know. I'll lay you 20 to 1, Ben, if you want to lose some easy money. Who is it up to, Lieutenant? Uh, the court, Kenneth. Actually, the full complaint is made... <clears throat> Guthrie. Oh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, okay, thanks for calling, Dr. Brand. Dr. Brand? Yeah. Uh, after the full complaint is made, Kenneth, your case is turned over to the grand jury. They look at all the evidence, the report handed in by Sergeant Greb and me, copies of your statements, statements of all the witnesses. Court weighs all the evidence against you, and if they see fit, they'll vote an indictment. Then it doesn't look very good, does it, sir? I'd say it looks very bad. Well, these witnesses, didn't any of them see the man with a red shirt? What did Dr. Brandt have to say, Ben? Did Wordman die and turn this into a murder case yet? Where do you think we should start looking for witnesses that uh, could have seen this man on the red shirt, Kenneth? They'd help a lot. I don't know, sir. I, I thought maybe you'd found somebody who was on the street that night and saw him. What about Denver, Kenneth? What? Denver. Denver, Colorado. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I used to kid with Rosemary about it. Well, I guess she was playing it straight. She's one of the witnesses I was talking about, Kenneth. You know what she's going to tell the court? No. A man from the prosecutor's office will be there. He'll bring up your old record where they called you a pathological liar. Do you know what that means, Kenneth? Yes, sir. He'll ask Rosemary if you ever lied to her. And she'll say she's not sure anything you ever told her was true. No, that isn't right. You told her you wanted to marry her? I did. I still do. I love her. Well, not enough to tell her the truth about yourself. You didn't tell her about your record. Well, that's right. I didn't tell her about my record. If you lie to the girl you're going to marry, you'll lie to everybody. No, it wasn't a lie. Well, what was it? Well, I'm ashamed of my record. I didn't think there was any harm in not telling her about it if I didn't have to. But why didn't you tell us you'd lie to her? Well, it wasn't a lie. It just never came up. Don't cut it too fine, Kenneth. You told her you went to Denver, that you had an uncle out there. I know I did. That was sort of a lie, but it wasn't a bad one. It, it didn't hurt anybody. I, I had to talk about something to cover up being in that school. 
Well, you must have figured we'd tell her the truth. I don't know what I figured. Maybe that she'd cover up for you? I didn't think anything. I knew she'd learn the truth. And if she knew it had helped me and she thought I was worth it, maybe I did sort of hope that she'd... She'd cover up for you? Well, it doesn't sound good that way. She wouldn't be covering up for me because I didn't do anything. Uh, you told her you were going to borrow some money from your stepfather so you could take it to Denver. I did try to borrow some from him. You told him you were going to buy into a soft drink stand, didn't you? Yeah. There wasn't a chance he'd let me have it if he knew I was going to Denver. Didn't he like your uncle that lives there? Were you going there? Yes, I was. Why, Kenneth? Why Denver? Well, I've been reading about it. It sounded good. I wanted to get out of this town. Well, get out of town or away from your stepfather? Well, both, I guess. He wanted to get rid of me. But you didn't have money enough to leave? No. No, but I didn't want to bad enough to steal it. Not bad enough to shoot anybody. You'd shoot somebody if you thought he was going to shoot you, wouldn't you? I don't know what you mean. Wordman was shot in the back. He had turned around to get a gun, and he was shot when he got the drawer opened. Are these witnesses who could have seen the man with the red shirt, Kenneth? Yes, sir. You said you hoped we'd found somebody on the street who might have seen him. Yes, sir. Where did you see him? In the alley. You were in the alley, and you saw him coming toward you in the alley? Yes, sir. Then why would you think the witness would have to be in the street? Did you see him on the street? Well, it seemed like he came into the alley from the street. You could tell that from where you said you were, halfway down the alley? Well, I'm not sure. Well, then why did you say the witnesses should be on the street? You must have seen the man come from the street. Well, I thought I did. But still, from where you were, you couldn't have seen him come from the street. Well, I don't know. I thought I did. Well, you never told us that before, Kenneth. Maybe you just remember. Well, when you mentioned it, it seemed like that's where he came from. But you mentioned it, Kenneth, and it's very important. That's where the gunman came from. Maybe you know more about the gunman than you're telling us. No, I, I don't know anything. Maybe he's a friend and you were with him and you're protecting him now. Maybe he wasn't wearing a red shirt at all. Yes, he was. I, I don't know anything about him except what I told you. He shot Wordman. Then he ran out the front door, onto the sidewalk, and then into the alley, Kenneth. <laughs> and you're the first one that's told us that. How did you know? I, I didn't know. I was coming through the alley. I, I always go home that way, and then I saw this man. You said you heard the shots first. Yes, I heard the shots, and then I saw him. That's the truth. It's the truth. Guthrie. Oh? And what did he have? And what does he do? Okay, I'll be out. I'll be back in a minute, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I know you were busy in there, but I thought I'd let you know. Uh, sure, Quinn. It's time I got something. Where did they find it? On the roof of the building. It backs on the alley. The ground didn't pay off, so Asher moved up on the roofs this afternoon. They found the red shirt first, bunched up and knotted tight enough to the throw with a pair of gloves inside. Any way to get down from this roof? Yeah, 40-foot drop. Mm. The gloves show anything? The thin leather, but thick enough to stop powder fragments from reaching the hands. The gun was farther up toward the front of the building in the gutters. The 38 fired twice. Yeah. Well, I'd like to see the stuff as soon as it comes in. It sort of looks like there's something to your boy's story at that. Yeah, yeah, it does, Quinn. Thanks. That's the way we feel about everybody we question. We don't like it any better than they do. It's, it's just our job. Well, we just got a break, all of us. What, sir? Uh, your story has some basis now. Red shirt and a pair of gloves and a gun was found on the roof where this man you saw must have thrown them. They found them, sir? Yeah. Matt and I have wondered why anybody planning a job like that would wear something as conspicuous as a red shirt. Uh, now we know why. So he could change his appearance. Well, then you can let me go. Well, there's probably not enough to bring charges against you now, Kenneth. 
Looks like we can clear up the whole thing in about 20 minutes. How, sir? Well, we got another break. One you've been praying for. Wordman has regained consciousness. We can take you to see him. No. What, Kenneth? I mean, I mean, I thought it was all over. Oh, it will be then. Well, I don't want to see him. Why not, Kenneth? Well, I don't have to. It's all over. Well, you said yourself he'd tell us the truth. Well, come on, Kenneth. No. I, I don't want to. Well, why not? What? Because he'll tell you I shot him. Well, you've wasted a lot of our time, haven't you? They told me he was dying, that he'd never come to. But it was worth it. Every minute was a chance to get out of it. Shooting him was worth a chance to get out of this rotten town. A few mistakes, and I never had a chance to do anything good. Now I don't care what happens. Send him down, man. Tell Quine to get a clerk. Come on. I'll see you later, Kenneth. Kenneth Munson. Get him set up to sign a confession, will you, Quine? Okay, Munson. This way. Well, come on, brighten up, Ben. He had it coming. And he's lucky he's not facing a murder rap. He is. Huh? Oh, I hated to do it that way. When Dr. Brandt phoned, he called to tell me Wordman had just died. Oh. But you know, there was no other way to get around that kid's lying. Before you pass the innocent, the vagrant, the thief, the murderer. Listen again next week when we again bring you The Lineup. May I have your attention, please? You people out there on the other side of the wire in the audience room, may I have your attention? <coughs> Thank you. My name is Greb, Sergeant Matt Greb. I'll explain the lineup to you. <coughs> Each of the suspects you will see will be numbered. I'll call off a number, their name and charge. If you have any questions or identifications, please remember the number assigned to the prisoner as I call his name. At the end of each line, when I ask for questions or identifications, call out the number. If you're sure or not too sure of the suspect, have him held. The officers who took your name will assist you this. The lineup, starring Bill Johnstone as Lieutenant Ben Guthrie and Wally Mayer as Sergeant Matt Greb was written by Gil Dowd with music by Eddie Dunstetter. Featured in tonight's cast were Ray Hartman, Victor Perrin, High Everback, and Sammy Hill. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.